Hey entrepreneurs, what we do is stressful, no doubt about it. How do you best manage all of that stress? Join us to find out on the Inside BS Show. Hey now, I'm Nikki G, and this show is all about how we can manage our stressful lives as entrepreneurs. Joining me here this morning is Dave Lorenzo, the godfather of growth. Dave, how are you? Hey now, Nikki G, I am absolutely fantastic. How are you today? I'm doing great, thanks. Just thinking about how to manage stress after having a nice, long, stressful week in the practice of law, and I thought entrepreneurs are going to really enjoy talking through how we can best manage that stress. So I thought I'd share just how I manage a stressful week to get this started. So for me, I have a big hearing coming up or a trial. The way I prepare for that is in two distinct ways, mentally and physically. Mentally, the way I prepare for a period of stress is making sure I am in the right frame of mind when I know it's coming down the road. So that for me will include thinking through what I'm going to do. It will be visualizing arguments, it will be visualizing testimony if it's depositions. It will also be clearing my mind, clearing your mind in ways such as meditation or something else that gets you in the right frame of mind so you're at peace before you start that period of time. Second point is physically. Physically, I prepare for that period of time. You know I'm big on, on wellness, and so for me it's exercise. And I use that to make sure that I'm putting my body in a good place to handle all that stress. So it's not just about what it's going to do to us mentally, but physically we know this. Stress wears you down. It has effects on the body that you may not even anticipate will happen. So if you put yourself in a great place mentally and physically, you're going to First, produce better results when you're going through that period. And also, it's going to be easier on you. So you've already now prepared for it so you can ease your way through it and get to the other side and then recover from it. What's something you do, Dave? You know, one of the things that I do to make sure that I'm prepared for a particularly stressful situation, for example, if I've got like a big pitch coming up or I know I have to deal with a contentious client situation or I have to help one of my clients deal with a situation that is unpleasant for them, what I do is I desensitize myself to what the stressors are. If it's a big pitch, let me share a story with you. So. A long time ago, probably 2014, I think it was, I was contracted by the Complex Commercial Litigation Institute, CCLI, to deliver a 90-minute presentation. And the person who was heading this group up was someone who had become a client of mine. So I'm kind of giving the story away at the end. But the person who was heading this group up was a uh, really high-profile litigator at Gibson Dunn. In fact, he had litigated cases with Ted Olson in front of the Supreme Court. They were partners. So th this gentleman's name was Bill Wegner. And Bill was a terrific guy, but I didn't know him. And Bill contracted with me to do this 90-minute presentation on business development for litigators. So for me, that audience at that time was a huge high-pressure situation. In addition to doing this 90-minute presentation, they invited me to spend the weekend with them in Vegas at this conference. There were 25 really top-notch, top-of-their-game litigators in the room. So what I did to prepare myself for this was I desensitized myself to getting up in front of this group of people and having to give the talk. So uncharacteristic for me, I prepared the talk a month and a half in advance. 
And then I got a handful of my clients together who were litigators. I bought them lunch in a private room at Cafe Avanti on Miami Beach, and I did the presentation for them. And I got their feedback, and I made the changes based on their feedback. And then I delivered the presentation again at home in front of my wife and some other friends. And I delivered the presentation three different times. Now, I did that to make sure that all my stories were succinct and on point. I did that to make sure that there were no flaws in my slides. I did that to make sure that if the AV wasn't working, I could still deliver the presentation, even if I had to draw stuff on a flip chart. I thought about all the different contingencies and I leaned into the stress, I leaned into the pressure and I desensitized myself by rehearsing in advance. For me, and you know me really well, Nicola, that is uncharacteristic. I am, I am a much better impromptu, extemporaneous person, but in that environment, I wanted to make sure that I was completely comfortable and I didn't wanna have to think about what I was doing when I was in the room. I wanted that to be automatic because I wanted to make that emotional connection with every member of the audience because this was such a big, you know, such a big event for me. The result of this stressful situation, and by the way, I don't get nervous when I speak, but the adrenaline was flowing. I was shot out of a cannon when I was delivering this speech. The result was from that one weekend, I took over $300,000 out of that room just from that one weekend. I got uh, four clients immediately after. They Four of them engaged me immediately after. Two additional clients engaged me down the road, like six months plus down the road. And the best relationship I got was the relationship with Bill Wegner and his wife, Tally. They both became clients. She was a family law attorney and he was at Gibson Dunn. They both became clients after that. And that was a relationship that I cherish to this day. I'm still, I'm still friendly with Tally. Unfortunately, Bill has passed away, but that was a great, great event. It was a great opportunity, but preparing for the stress meant for me, I had to desensitize myself. Hey, Nikki G, did you know you can also get our show as an audio podcast? Of course I know you can get the show as an audio podcast. I'm on it. But does our audience? I don't know. So those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search up the Inside BS Show with The Godfather and Nikki G, and you'll find us right there. Click the follow button so that you never miss a show. Now, there's a couple of reasons why you're going to want to do that. Nikki G, tell them what the first reason is. You get to ask us questions. That is exclusive to our podcast listeners. Yeah, we only answer listener questions on the audio version of the podcast. We don't do it on video. So if you want to hear what everyone's thinking, or if you want to ask us a question, you got to download the audio podcast. The second reason, and my favorite reason, is because you can take us with you. You can have a little Nikki G in your pocket while you're working out in the gym, washing the dishes, or walking the dog. I love me some Nikki G in my pocket when I'm walking the dogs. I don't know about you, Nicola, but that's one of my favorite things to do. Absolutely. Take us with you. After you watch this episode here on YouTube, go to wherever you get your podcast, click the follow button so we can go with you on your journey and you can ask us questions. We will see you or more like hear you there. What else do you do to handle the stress of what we do as entrepreneurs? Well, let me pick up on that point for a minute. So you touched on something interesting there. Um, you said that, you know, for you, it's 
it's preparing in advance so that you know when you get in that moment you don't have to worry about kind of getting the kinks out it's already done you're speaking my language that's why i prepare for big hearings in advance because i've got all the substance down but what you can't anticipate are the questions you're going to get that make you think on your feet so you don't have to worry about everything else you can focus on what's coming at you in those moments sometimes people will say look do you get nervous being able like being in that moment and having to handle all that stress and I don't think it's nervousness. And this is what I think you were referring to. It's about, for you, it's adrenaline. And that's really the same for me. It's not being nervous, but you get kind of the, the butterflies in your stomach is a great way to describe it. You know, you've all experienced it. It could have been for a big presentation. It could have been, you know, maybe because you, you're a competitor, you run a 5K or you run marathons. You get those butterflies in your stomach before that event that you know is about to start. And you can recognize that as a way to lean into you know, a stressful event because it's familiar. You know you're going to have that, but use that because it's great energy. You can take that, what may be perceived as something that makes you nervous and use that as great energy. It's, it tells us that you're excited about what's to come. You know you can take this on and you can use that, harness it and make great energy out of it. And it makes you more powerful when you're heading into that event. Nicola, that's such a great point. You know, when you do something over and over again, even if it's something that's stressful, you become sometimes too desensitized to it. And for me, that event at CCLI was a reminder of how high the stakes are every time I speak. I usually don't think about that. I usually just go up there and perform. So after doing that event, the first thing I did was I said, I need to put myself under this kind of pressure more often because I usually don't feel this way. And that's when I decided to get into stand-up comedy. That's when I decided to really put myself in a position where I was uncomfortable in front of an audience, uncomfortable in front of a group of people. And one of the things I found is that there's nothing that anybody can say or do to me that's ever going to knock me off my game when I'm speaking, but the level of preparation that I have should be commensurate with what I want to take away from that opportunity. So in other words, with CCLI, I had time in advance and I knew I had clarity of purpose. I knew what I wanted to get out of that. So I prepared well in advance. With comedy, you have to know your, you have to know everything about your set. You have to know not just the jokes, you have to know your cadence how to say them. You have to have the timing exactly perfect. You have to have your facial expressions and the way you're, you're managing your physical appearance. All that has to be in sync. And you can't just walk up there and do it just one time. That comes from doing it over and over and over again. The last time I did comedy was at the, uh, the improv at the Hard Rock here in South Florida. And it was in front of 300 people, a packed night, uh, where there were other professional comedians. I was an, an amateur and I picked up a spot because somebody dropped out and my buddy was the MC. That was the last time I ever did it. I had done that set a hundred times in open mic nights in front of drunks and other comics. So I knew my set was tight. The only thing I had to manage was the way I delivered it so that I didn't rush through it. Because when we're in, when we're in stressful situations with that adrenaline, our natural behavior is to get through that stressful situation as quickly as we possibly can. And you know, 
from being in court, if you're trying to make a particularly uh, salient point and you rush through it, somebody might miss the point you're trying to make. So you can't let the situation affect the influence you want to have on other people. The last thing I'll say about this, and as it relates to when I feel like I'm under the most stress and it's maybe speaking in front of a big audience, what I do, anytime I get booked to speak in front of a huge audience, like 500 people or more, I will go into the room while they're setting it up, or I'll go into the room when it's set before people are there. And I will sit in a couple of seats where the audience members sit to just put myself in their position so that when I go on, my mindset is from the point of view of the audience. So I think about what I'm saying from their point of view. I'm thinking about it as if I am outside of myself looking down on the room so that it desensitizes me from what I'm actually doing. You know, it's it's the it's the equivalent of riding a roller coaster, right? Why do you ride the roller coaster? Well, you don't ride the roller coaster for that feeling you get when you're going down the hill. You ride the roller coaster for the feeling that you get as the as the roller coaster is going up to the top of the hill. That's the reason you ride the roller coaster. Well, in a stressful situation as an entrepreneur, whether it's a cash crunch or you have a, you have to deal with a client what you're feeling is the going up of the roller coaster. So you just need to realize that eventually this is going to peak and you're going to come down the other side and it's going to be over. If you've prepared yourself, all you got to do is hold on and you'll get to the bottom of the roller coaster. What do you think? I think that's great. You know, it, that's something I do too is I love to get into that courtroom early if there's going to be hearing and I do exactly that. I visualize walking through pieces of the argument. Why? You're already comfortable in the environment. Now the environment is not intimidating you. It's one less stress factor in that situation. So you've got a big presentation, you've got you know a big meeting, get there early. Just get rid of these other small stressors so that you're not even thinking about them the moment you get to start speaking. You know, the, the thing about stress is and I and this was said by it was said by a World War II general. I'm not sure if it was Patton or if it was Omar Bradley. They said, when you're going through hell, just keep going. So the thing about stress, when you're feeling stress, take care of yourself, take care of your body, stay as grounded as you can. And when you're going through hell, just keep going. You've heard it today. Great ways to help you manage all that stress, entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed today's show, please listen to another episode. It's been great having you. I'm Nikki G. You are? I'm the godfather of growth, Dave Lorenzo. And this is The Inside BS Show.